Welcome to yet another edition of Hit the Target podcast, proudly brought to you by Hollywood Bets. I'm your host, Jesse Nagel, feeling awfully lonely, not just at the top of the table, but also in studio. Uh, it's just Deshpatabe and myself. Um, well, I've already introduced myself. Um, but joining me in studio, of course, it's just the two of us. We've got uh, Jad Nagel away, Josh Gaylord away, Don Via, who's just AWOL missing, um, claiming league titles from yesteryear but uh dish none of that from you this week mm, no i'm here as ever present mm-hmm. um looking forward to the football most definitely it's uh, as an everton supporter oh there we go the uh there we go. <laughs> the mood has certainly changed in this room <laughs> i can feel it you know dykes at the wheel mm-hmm. dyke football is here you know just prevent it from going in your net and try and stick it in the other well everton's safe now definitely mm. i mean there was such a big club to go down i th- like I couldn't see it happening, um, but you know, obviously, I think Aston Villa were the last ever present side in the league to uh, to be relegated, mm. and um, I think that was like two to three years ago when yeah. uh, Grealish was there. Um, I I couldn't see Everton following um, suit, you know, with the money that the owners and the Correct hierarchy. Me if I'm wrong, they've never been relegated. Never, never. never. Yeah. So again, a, a record like that to to um to be like abandoned i, I couldn't see it mm-hmm. and uh the board made the changes the relevant changes the necessary changes um and get and got the right man for the yeah. job you know just to get us into uh into the new stadium mm. in the premier league well what uh result that was beating uh log leaders arsenal emphatically well deserved very convincing um, in fact, the conversation I've had with people are people are actually worried about Arsenal now because they gave such a two out of ten performance against a team who are struggling in the relegation zone. Um, in fact, I wish Chad was here because he was actually one of the people saying now, putting questions in place. Arsenal have lost back to back games if you count the Manchester Man City, City game, yeah. um, Carabao League Cup fixture, or FA Cup fixture. It's back to back games that Arsenal have lost. Where to now? But uh, we'll discuss Arsenal in a moment. Um, we do have a London derby up first to discuss. Uh, we've got West Ham opening their curtains this weekend for um, big spenders Chelsea. Mm. I'm, uh, <coughs> I think it's going to be a, a difficult one. What did you make of Chelsea? The yeah, opening so game against, against Fulham. Fulham. We saw the window shots. We saw most of their big money signings Mikhail Mudrik starts at Enzo Fernandez starts at mm. we saw uh, Noni Madueka um, yeah. off the bench uh, Buddy Shield's been a mainstay yeah for the past couple of games so of course Jao Felix is back now what Reece James your t- as well Reece yeah. James of course not a big money signing yeah. but certainly a big play in that dressing room so you know when you when you mentioned Buddy Shield I mm. think he's uh he's probably looking the pick of the window for me 100% you know? yeah. um, straight into the lineup alongside Thiago Silva um, and Kepa has been absolutely sensational for mm. them I'm sure his clean sheet record must be quite uh, quite something at this point mm-hmm. um, comparing the number of games he's played this season and for Chelsea you know so <coughs> that's something to look at um, yeah. they have they lost two or goalless draws mm-hmm. and I think a part of me wants to say Potter played to not lose. You know, yeah. they were they were really like shambolic. You know, mm. the, at at parts of the season, and I think with the influx of signings and new personnel and uh, um, uh, on on the pitch and off the pitch, 
I think it was very important for them to avoid or you know just plug the mm. plug those goals and uh, avoid avoid catching losses. Um, they've kept three straight clean sheets in the league, mm-hmm. which uh, which is very like you know that defenses win matches. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, back to back goalless draws. It's it's not um, it's not a good good sign against West Ham. I do think that uh, they'll fancy the chances. West Ham have lost three of their previous four at home in the league. Wow. Yeah. So, I think Potts will be looking to go one better this time mm. and uh, you know get a positive result before they. Jet off to Germany to face Dortmund in the yeah. Champions League. It's incredible. Um, we spoke about Badishil and of course the value that he brings. You mentioned him being the possible pick of the bunch in the window. Anyone at Chelsea that you see, of course, just one game in now. Um, for some, it could be a couple, couple of games in, but just at least the likes of Enzo Fernandez, Mikhail Modric, uh, David Fofana off the bench as well, Nani Madueka. Anyone you see that won't work out? That won't work out. Oh, I'm not putting you on the spot. Yeah, so. it's negative I thinking. I haven't really like. I, I'm not somebody uh, who thinks like that. For mm. me, uh, it's up to the the coach, and I'm not one to name and shame players. Yeah, but um, I think he just needs to get his optimum eleven out. Mm. You know, I think Kai Havertz has been blowing hot and cold recently. I, I don't know what he needs. And I think right that's... now. Could that could be the downfall because you mentioned Padishil. Mm. He's coming in and yes, he's new to the league and he's a very young player and he's not well exposed. But he's playing next to, in my opinion, the best defender in the league in Thiago Silva. Mm. His job is so much more easier than it's it's made out to be. Yeah. And I'm not you know discrediting the work that he's done because he has been a top defender, especially in one on one battles. But when you've you're got someone the like the best center backs when you've got someone like Thiago Silva yeah. next to you, it makes your job so much more yeah. easier. Whereas a Mikhailo Mudrik, a Jao Felix, a Noni Madueka, I don't rate Kai Havertz mm. that much. And they're going to want to pick out passes that Kai Havertz is not going to be able to, to see. Finish or he's like not going to be able to make the necessary run because he doesn't have the same pace as uh, Mudrik or Felix. Mm. And I think that's where Chelsea's attack could be costly because I don't think they, they're going to give up on Kai Havertz. Yeah. And I think they have to if they want to progress as a club and compete for titles. Um, and yes, he's won the Champions League as their leading striker or whatever, but I just think the way forward now for Chelsea, especially the speedy, intelligent players that they have now on either side, I just can't see it working out if mm. if Kai Havertz is up top. If he's not, yeah. Mm. If he doesn't start finishing those. Um, yeah, just again to reiterate, I think the defence, there's a lot more confidence there. Mm. You know, like mm. you, you mentioned Badashil, but also Kepa, you know, he's yeah. he's given them such confidence that he will pull out a save, mm. you know, uh, from a from a shot that he shouldn't stop. Mm. You know, he will he will he will stand up when he when he needs to. And uh, they do have a lot more depth now that James is back and um yeah. you, know, you look at Cucarellas, your your Chilwells, he was also in the squad against mm. Fulham. Um and they they did well, you know. The Fulham have have started the year off very well. They've yeah. been one of the form teams of 2023, mm-hmm. and um, you know they got Mitrovic there. I believe he's only Harry Kane has attempted more shots than he has in the league. True, it tells you, yeah, yeah. So what a what a striker he is mm-hmm. uh, to keep quiet. So that's um, it's there are some more, positive there's more defensive out. solidity, yeah. and then up front, I think it's it's what can what can I do. Yeah. Um, I'm very excited to see Jao Felix. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm sure he goes straight into the lineup. He was in trading. I did see he looked very sharp, very mm-hmm. quick. Um, and 
to be honest, if if Mason Mount, you know, like, because that's who I'm looking to start playing those balls. And you mentioned Kai Havertz might not be able to yeah. to make those runs, but Chao Felix definitely will. Yeah, I think 100%. he he is he's the one that could um, just start start with a bang. Mm. And um, and Mudrik as well. Mudrik is is also quite sharp. Um, someone that can link up on the with the plays. Conor Gallagher is there for the transitioning midfield, mm. um, and you know you also have Hakim Ziyech as well. Mm-hmm. So they do have plays that um, that are tactically mind, mindful. Yeah. Um, but again, I think it's it's it, the defense will will give them that uh, that strong footing. Enzo mm-hmm. Fernandez being the CDM as mm-hmm. well. So that's another player in front of Pedersil. You know. Yeah. So. You got, so much you got, yeah, in the in in front of them and behind them. There's yeah. there's a lot of confidence ruminating from there, and I guess it's up to Potter to to unlock the attack now. I think even with just last points in this, as even with the younger players coming in, you forget your big money signings. You compare a player like Lewis Hall, yeah, who comes in left back defensive midfielder. He looks quite comfortable. He's yeah. played out on the left wing. He looks so much more comfortable. I think that's because he's coming into a more defensive position and I think Potts is more of a defensive coach than he is an attacking coach. Um, I think that goes against, you know, everything that's being said about him. Everyone thinks that he's so attacking. I think he's very defensive. Mm. Um, as opposed to a Chukwameka who actually came from Aston Villa. He's struggled since he's come in, I think. Um, but but yeah, um, you you think Chelsea win this game? Yeah, I think uh, I think they keep a clean sheet. Mm. Um, it's just whether they find a back of the net. Yeah, so that's the other thing. You know, with West Ham, um, yeah, as I said, losing three of their previous four at at home in the mm. league, it's it doesn't make for a, a good fairy tale for David Moyes. And I'd hate to see him get the sack, especially yeah. what he's done since he's been with them across both stints. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's either no no or Chelsea win, but um, you can't see West Ham scoring. I, I really, I really don't think West Ham mm. find the back net in this one. They have been very poor. You know the yeah. their signings, their big money signings um, haven't been. Uh, yeah, they Paqueta just. Paqueta hasn't set the world. Yeah, he's he's but also Skamaka. Yeah, you know, and and they brought in Danny Ings, who's mm. who was injury prone. Yeah, he's like. Much Ings, older, Ings yo. I tell you, and he, he's been ruled out for like seven weeks. That's crazy. So they've just got no luck. It's, yeah, it's um, not looking good for them. Another London derby on the horizon. We've got uh, table topping Arsenal uh, against Brentford, who I believe are unbeaten in about nine games now. Yeah, they've. That is really, crazy. They really like. That's crazy. Gone under the radar about mm-hmm. their business, picking up some big victories. Their first away league win of the season. Was against Manchester City. That's crazy. That's and oh, what a what a performance it was. You know, Ivan Tony just looks mm. like he can score from absolutely mm. anywhere on the pitch and just bully the biggest of defenders. Um, a funny stat: Arsenal were the only team this season, in fact, still to this day, are the only team to beat Brentford at the GTA Community Stadium. Arsenal are unbeaten at home this season. Mm. Could Brentford do what Arsenal have done to them? And be the only team to inflict damage. The defeat, yeah. Wow. That's uh, the, the, yeah, a possible league double for Ateta, mm. um, you know, against Bradford. You don't and think, I don't think many teams are going to yeah, say that against Bradford yeah, this season. That's so true. it just it yeah. sh- shows the hard work that... Um, there's, there's definitely a lot more pressure on Arsenal for the victory. And yeah. I think that team doesn't crack under pressure. Mm. I think against Everton, you know, you did mention that... Um, 
the it was just a lack of finishing mm-hmm. you know i think in catcher had a setter yeah. um other players you know they, they just didn't look look the parts on the day but they still tried you know nobody gave up i think they had dominated the game over mm-hmm. 70% possession they had <clears throat> more shots than than everton did um but it's just like small things i don't think it was a case of fatigue either yeah. i think it was just not their day coming into the into that fixture at goodison they had only dropped points in three league fixtures yeah, two two draws and a loss they've crazy. been near perfect so mm. i don't think one fixture changes that way they again dominated the game and mm-hmm. created chances that it does yes the results didn't go their way yes they lost to man city but i still think it is the same arsenal yeah. i think this team will go forward and bounce back from defeat um for as for brentford i, I don't think there's any pressure on them so mm-hmm. they'll just go to the emirates thinking we're just going to play our game yeah. let's see what happens um if they get a, a point or if they get anything from this game i think thomas frank will consider that um you know like you look at that, of the yeah, for exactly <laughs> <laughs> he'll be Look, I, I think you'll take it now. If you offer them a point now, I think you'll take it. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, they are table toppers mm-hmm. and Arsenal will be looking to extend their lead at the top of the table. They do have that fixture in hand yeah. before they go to Man City. So this is a very crucial game for them. And um, I, I think it's an Arsenal victory. I think Arsenal win this game as well, um, without being biased. But I do think Brentford give them more than a game of year. I, in fact i've i've actually found a bit of value in this one um i don't know what the price is now but it was around 6 6 to 1 um brentford to get four more corners in the first half um oh. arsenal's have a fantastic defensive record but more so on the road the emirates stadium has been uh, where arsenal have leaked uh, goals um yeah. you know from time to time and brentford as you mentioned the firepower that they have ivan tony bremo but we has also been getting minutes, Risa, you know and rico henry's been getting forward ben me has been it's it's such a talented yeah. um well put together team that Thomas mm. Frank has built and i think look four corners i'm not saying they're going to get four goals yeah. but it's you know it, i think it's it's certainly on the cards and for that price uh, definitely where uh, my money is going to be um funny fixture about funny thing about this next fixture is uh, crystal palace against brighton mm. um it's actually quite the rivalry this one because i actually had no idea but i did some research on this fixture and crystal palace against brighton is one of um in fact they are each other's biggest rivals and they're not from the same city not yeah. from the same town or not from there was just something actually it slipped my mind now but these two hate each other and winning this game is just so much more important do you, do you think it has anything to do with the eagles versus the seagulls I, I don't know but wonder, I think like, it's like is a mascot showdown somewhere <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to see that arm wrestle but um I think it's it, it dates back to I think the 80s or 70s where I think it's more so the older generation and then it's just you know stemmed yeah. down through to to decades later but um it's certainly a fierce rivalry Matoma has been in excellent form um but Camp Brighton do it on the road I think they can mm. I think um I know you're a big fan of him Of, of Matoma. Yeah, he he is good. I'm I'm interested I'm interested to see how long his streak goes yeah. because it's it's players can't any string, sign, yeah. signs of slowing down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's been chopping defenders. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if you watched the Bournemouth game but they yeah. were relentless and yeah. and he was he was right in the thick of things. Yeah. He has scored 
like a peach of a goal. Mm. Um, I think it was against Leicester or Everton as well. But yeah. um, I think I think uh, both games actually. Both games. The one where he just cut in and he yeah. sent it to uh, top wins. Mm. So you know you love to see it. It's a it's a classic goal, uh, a mark of a Premier League win, a winner, a uh, winger really. Yeah. <laughs> Dare I say winner? <laughs> <laughs> well, we could um, uh, get that transfer to Arsenal he, yeah, if so he plays his cards right. Crystal Palace have been have been very shall I say relentless this mm. season you know Vieira has been um, so disciplined in his approach um, if you look at last season um, I think it was his first season in the in the yeah. Premier League and taking over from uh, Roy Hodgson of all managers it's not easy you know that's that's a you're looking at a, a manager of 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 status of stature you know of pedigree um, and, and a completely uh, different style as well it, yeah so and he not only was he assuming those responsibilities, but it was a squad overall. Mm. All their first team players mm. looking at like seven, maybe six, seven starters. Yeah. Um, he was phasing out. You know, there's no more Milovojevic in the midfield. Mm. Uh, there's no more, yeah, no Benteke out front. <laughs> you know, so yeah. it's um, it's very, it's it's he's done a very good job. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, they, they played United uh, recently. In fact, they had a double header against United, yeah. and they nearly won that one. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, Casemiro was uh, on a red card at 70. Schlapp finished on 76, and it was very nervy. Mm-hmm. The end. So United, um, you know, they definitely were squeaky bum time, shall yeah. we say? Um, so they did well to get uh, get United did well to get that victory. But mm-hmm. Palace would see that as a point dropped, possibly, mm-hmm. possibly all points dropped. Yeah. Um, against Newcastle, to wrestle a point from Newcastle. Wow. Incredible. Yeah. So that was. They didn't have home. the bright starts actually. That I think Newcastle Very, put the yeah. back in, put the ball at the back net. I think three times or so, or uh, twice in the first five minutes. Yeah. So quite incredible. They've shown some some good spirits. Mm. And um, um, and this one it's it's again at um, Sellers at, Park. At Sellers Park. So it's it's not going to be an easy fixture. But mm-hmm. I think with Brighton's supremacy at this point in time, you know, Desabri mm-hmm. has just been like. Cracking heads and taking names, you know, cracking skulls, <laughs> taking names. So, and he's, he's got on a very impressive hit list. Mm-hmm. I think he adds Crystal Palace to that. Oh, and it would be an impressive victory should he get that done. Um, Fulham, you've already spoken about them. Um, of course, that well deserved point that they got against Chelsea, the likes of Mitrovic, um, the likes of William. Yeah. Can't forget about him. Um, they face a Nottingham Forest team who. Got my namesake sacked the last time they <laughs> stepped on a picture. Jesse Jesse Marsh. Yeah. Um, of course, Becoming shown the, latest, the door. Yeah, latest casualty after By that. Leeds United after they lost to Nottingham Forest. So so what happens here then? Look, I I think I don't want to say it's gonna be a mauling, but mm-hmm. I really think Fulham will will come out Some, all guns. Something blazing. is waiting to happen, I yeah. think. I think Fulham have been playing too well and doing okay for too long i think look i'm not putting words in your mouth you was you started off saying this but mauling thrashing yeah it's, demolition it's, it's coming They've, and i don't think fathers are as good as yeah. they seem so fulham have actually blanked in the last three league fixtures wow they didn't score against chelsea um they didn't score against tottenham and they didn't score against newcastle those mm. are difficult defenses mm. to to play against but no goals across their previous 270 league minutes mm. doesn't doesn't bode well. Um, their league position is very strong. Nottingham Forest, obviously, at the other end of the table, but they've also had a remarkable turn of form. Across their previous four league outings, Jesse Nagel, how many goals have Nottingham Forest conceded? 
I'm going to say zero. One. One. They've conceded one goal. Kaelin Navas, yeah. um, on his debut, I think he has awarded man of the match, and he put in a fantastic display. So if you say Fulham haven't scored in three games and now they're facing a what's a team three that have times, conceded uh, just once. Three-time Champions League winner? Was it two-time <laughs> uh, Champions League winner? Yeah. In a Navas, then um, no, His wow. CV must be impressive. And then you go and slap Nottingham Forest on that. The bells are ringing, but... Uh, Let's yeah. see what the financial fair play so, is. So what, under 2.5 goals for you, yeah? Uh, look, I, I I think it's going to be a, a high-scoring fixture, to be honest. I think mm. um, Fulham have been quiet in the league, but I think that that stops now. I think... Let's just look at the goalkeepers. Sorry, I'm, yeah, I'm sure. interrupting you for sure. a second, but let's just look at the goalkeepers from both teams here. You've got Kayla Navas, former Real Madrid, yeah. <laughs> and Bernd Leno. Former, former Arsenal. Bar- former Arsenal. Oh, it's Bernd Leno. Uh, yeah, yeah, former Arsenal goalkeeper. Um, I don't know who has the script from three years ago, but if you know you're looking at that script and you're saying, guys, in three years you you're We're gonna, gonna be facing, each other. you're <laughs> gonna be meeting each other off in the Premier League uh, five o'clock kickoff, yeah. Fulham versus uh, Fulham versus Nottingham Forest is the fixture. Mm. You're gonna think to yourself, wow, what's what's happening? What, what's yeah. going on in my career? Mm. Um, yeah, I think so. You, you you favoring the goalkeepers in this one? I I think it could come down to the attack. Because I do think William was so impressive. Um, he rolled back the years. Yeah. He, he didn't even show that at Arsenal. I think he showed. He went back to his Chelsea days um, against um, against Chelsea. Against Chelsea yeah. uh, maybe he's just motivated for that one. They back at uh, Craven Cottage now, so um, I'm, I'm dying to see this fixture. It's, it's the same time as Arsenal and Brentford, but I'm, I will be switching over just to get a. a but of the action, I think this one has fireworks all mm. over it. Yeah, Forest, they, they are undefeated in uh, the last five league outings. Mm. I think that runs, uh, stretches maybe a bit further. But um, yeah, they've they really plugged their their defense. You know, they were shipping goals left, right and center. Mm. You know, they were rooted to the foot of the table. Um, but they have strung a few wins together and, and vital victories at that. You know, yeah. I think um, Brendan... Aronson's brace was very important for them. Mm. Morgan Gibbs White has has started to get more involved in the <clears> attack, and uh, as you mentioned, they did get um, Jesse Marsh relieved of his duties, and that's mm. because it was a six pointer. Yeah. So it's they they're both coming into form, and that's mm. why I'm saying it's going to be a high scoring fixture. I think mm. both both clubs will fancy their chances. Well, um, will this be a Premier League fixture next season? I think oh, so. Gosh, I don't. I don't think so. I think. It's, I think it's hard to see Forest going down now. Look, they 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 have um, Man City, West Ham, and Everton after this one. Mm. Then they go to uh, then they go to Spurs. Just, so, so you want to revisit that question yeah, in a couple of weeks? In yeah, in a few. Look, in fact, I don't have to revisit it. I think Nottingham Forest are going down. Wow. Oof. Um, and that's after they've conceded just once in the last four games. Four games but I mean, yeah. this is the Premier League. <laughs> um, next fixture we look forward to, um, before I name the fixture, uh, Spurs are involved. Can you just tell me, Harry Kane, he scored 18 goals against certain opposition, the most he scored against any other team. Uh, I think the second is Arsenal with 14. But Gosh, I was going to say Arsenal first. <laughs> no, Arsenal 14, surprisingly. I think he's got 18 against a certain opposition. Can you tell me who they are? It's at Leicester. It's Leicester City. Leicester City. And that's the match this weekend, 5 o'clock. Mm. Thoughts? Nice. I think uh, both defences are looking very vulnerable. If you look at Tottenham, mm. they uh, hit a double whammy. Um, 
Christian Romero got a red card, so he's suspended for this one. And, and Hugo, Hugo Lloris has wow. been ruled out. So mm. those are two huge names that are ever present on the on the Tottenham Hotspur fixture list. Is that the two best players in their backline? Without a shadow of a doubt, I think yeah. Romero has that nasty. Two World Cup winners. Yeah. Oh, look at oh, that. Yeah. yeah. Imagine. And now you're <laughs> you can't do anything now. So <laughs> so that's um. It's looking. It's it's dismal for them. Mm-hmm. Um, for their their remainder of the season, um, or at least in the short term. Mm-hmm. But Loris is is going to be a big miss for them. Um, it was a big win against City. I think um, massive. Yeah, I, I celebrated that, that as if <laughs> as if I were a Tottenham fan. Come on, you, <laughs> come on, you Spurs, you, that, as they say. That's what the Nagel household was screaming. <laughs> yeah. um, um, but it's uh, a huge, huge three points for them in the bag. Um, you know, you can also look at it as a potential six point at the top of the table. Yeah. So taking points off Derek Rival was the Spurs' twelfth victory in the league this season. Only United, City, and Arsenal have have uh, registered more. So wow. it tells you that they're so still they in there. So they update with the big yeah, boys. They are. They they're only one point behind Newcastle. Although Newcastle do have a game in hand. Yeah. I think uh, in this one, it's it's all Spurs. Eh? Even though mm. they have those defensive frailties. Um, so do Leicester. Yeah. Uh, you know, if you look at at uh, Schmeichel leaving mm. so abruptly, I don't think the board. I'm not sure if the board knew. If they didn't know, but Danny Ward in the nets. Oh no! Casualty. Yeah, he's yeah. just he's just been empty, you know, ruthless. Empty the, 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 the attackers have have just it's <laughs> the onslaught doesn't stop honestly. Yeah. So I'm not sure what his clean sheet record is, but yeah, he's he's no Peter Casper, uh, Casper or Peter yeah. Schmeichel actually. <laughs> honestly, um, and, so um, Tottenham take the victory. You think? Yeah, they do. Kane to get on the score sheets again. Uh, he's like it's so hard yeah, to back against. Honestly, him. every every week he'll be looking like can he add to his Spurs. Mm-hmm. Uh, goal scoring record um you know even like just to compile the the injury not injury but you know the the defensive like Leicester they just keep losing top quality defenders mm. you know and now the goalkeeper was who has been there for some yeah. time you know um you looking he's this Schmeichel has been intertwined in the in the Leicester fabric you know yeah. as much as all the other players came Got the goals, got their title, and left. He mm. he really stayed, and I think he went to France, which I wouldn't say is much of an upgrade yeah. to to Leicester, but maybe he needed the change. I'm not sure what his his contract situation with the club wanted to renew or didn't renew, but um, Leicester have scored three own goals across their previous five league fixtures. I remember two were against Liverpool, exactly, and those are <laughs> defend, defenders, you know. So yeah. um, you know they've lost. Um, the, the the Fofana I believe to Chelsea yeah. at the beginning of the season again very quick mm-hmm. very quick so like it's like they're and, almost um, taking the board funny ransom. you say that because uh, one of the top defenders of the past couple of years uh, Kegla Soyonchu yeah he's been sidelined on the bench he's, he's fit not even so he's starting just, games he's yeah. on his way out so I think he's signed he's a pre-contract agreement um, with someone else outside of the league of course mm. Um and his his time is also he's up now. Yeah, up so at, at Leicester City. Another and I think he improves defender. a lot of defenses in the Premier League. Mm. So it's quite crazy, and something's definitely happening behind the scenes. And Harry Kane, Tottenham's all-time leading goal scorer, will take full advantage of that. Yeah, um, I think it's it's they, it's an easy one to they, call. <laughs> Leicester go to United, and then they they at home to Arsenal. Wow. So you're praising some. I'm, I'm licking my lips yeah. as an Arsenal supporter, and, they, and now they're at home to to Spurs, mm-hmm. and Leicester league goals at home. Yeah, it's, it's uh, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be 
Oh, hashtag pray for the foxes. Um, foxes, where there's foxes, is wolves, aren't they? Uh, wolves against Southampton. Um, wolves, we spoke about it off air. Very impressive under Julian Lopetegui. What they did to Liverpool, just smacking them around. Um, we're going to get to Liverpool and their downfall in a minute, but Wolves, oof, you got, they have to fancy their chances against Southampton. I think it's a it's an easy victory after what, what we saw mm. um, them do, but also against Man City, they were very they lost that fixture, yeah, but they they stood up and were counted, you know. So mm. they they really the the Lopetegui resurgence is is a thing, mm-hmm. you know. He's he's mm-hmm. strung some really good performances. Results haven't gone their way, but I think that changes in the month of February. Yeah. They started off with a clean sheet against Liverpool. They then face. Um, some, you know, I don't want to say easy opposition, but against Southampton, um, Fulham, and um, I believe it's Bournemouth. Wow. That's surely three clean sheets. Nine points. <sighs> Possibly nine. And again, they mm-hmm. started with Liverpool. Yeah. Three three points in a bag and another clean sheet. They literally can go the whole of February without conceding. And and as you, yeah, 12 points from, from a possible 12. Wow. Um, and again, that's off the Man City performance, which again they got they got a defeat a three 0 mm. but it wasn't a three 0 score. Yeah, yeah, it was the scoreline and wasn't a true reflection of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, one player that I'm really interested to see how he performs is Matthias Cunha. Yeah, I think uh, you know he's Lopetti's first signing. It's now his time to shine, and now it's it's there. His minutes have steadily increased mm-hmm. since signing. Um, I think he has, if I'm not mistaken, he hasn't completed a full 90s more. Mm. Around 45, 65. Um, but I think I think he plays. He starts in the next three, and he starts and scoring. Yeah, he starts. He starts. He opens his account. Mm-hmm. Um, Bournemouth, um, of course, they host. I'm scared to say title chasing. I'm just going to say top four hopefuls. Uh, Newcastle, of course, they've got Tottenham now bleeding down their neck after they dropped points last week. But um, the Vital- Vitality Stadium is going to be. Want to watch this weekend? It's going to be a goal fest. You think, think so? I think Newcastle are going to be all over them. Mm-hmm. Um, Bournemouth, if I'm not mistaken, have shipped 43 goals already. Mm-hmm. Uh, mo- the, 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 no team in the English top flight has conceded more. And I don't think any team will <laughs> concede more. Sure. It's, uh, I'm not sure what's... You know, r- realistically, I think they're also mm. on their way out. Um, will this not be a fixture next season? No, I can't I, see it. I, I agree with you there. I yeah. think Bournemouth will, will go down. I don't think they've got the the necessary tools to you go toe-to-toe yeah, toe with, with some of the, the big boys. And uh, credit to Eddie Howe for, for making us refer to Newcastle as one of the big boys and what they've done, the defensive record they have. Um, I think the, just form, the, former, the former Bournemouth boys are going <laughs> to take it, you know, and yeah. led by a former Bournemouth manager. So I think yeah. it's 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 going to be... A <laughs> Could be a game of emotion. We don't know what uh, Eddie Howe, because of course, his time at Bournemouth was considered a success. So I'm um, of course taking them from, I think, down in the Dams League 2 yeah. to the Premier League. And um, survived. You and know, survived. like I think they had three seasons. So I think he's one of the most iconic managers to ever coach at Bournemouth. And now he's going back to the vitality. So could be a game of emotion. Um, you know, before we started talking, I was actually all over Newcastle. Now that that's coming to play, I think I'm just going to avoid having a go at Newcastle. I think I'm, I'm just going to possibly stay out of this one. I think 
emotions are a huge factor um, in football. And we really don't know. Was he going to go to the Vitality Stadium and say, like, look, this is how great of a manager I have been since our time together? Or is he going to go back, look around, look at the changing rooms, look at the stadium, see his face on... A bit of nostalgia over there. See his face yeah. on the walls and be like, oh, flip, this is home. What am yeah. I doing? <laughs> so, you know, it, it's... It's so tricky, but you say Newcastle. Yeah, I mean, Bournemouth have taken one point from their previous six league fixtures. Mm. It's, uh, I think the only thing written on the wall is, <laughs> is a Newcastle victory. Yeah. For Eddie Howe. Yeah, definitely. And, Eddie you Howe know, is smiling on those walls. They, they then go, um, they return to St. James's Park where they host Liverpool. And I mm. think that's also another three-pointer for them. The only team to beat them this season. Liverpool. Really? Liverpool are the only team to beat Newcastle. It's crazy. Well, I think that they're going <laughs> to show Avenged them that they yeah, um, no love lost there. Sunday, we've got a double header. Um, and this, in fact, is also a double header because these two teams just played the other night. Uh, Leeds against Manchester United. Leeds, of course, went tunnel up, showed great fight, great character, exactly what Leeds are all about since um, their time back in the Premier League, whether it was under Bielsa or Marsh. What you see is what you get from Leeds. And I kind of liked, even though they were managed, managerless or, well, there was an interim coach, but even though there wasn't a steady ship that was on the boat, so it was, well, on the sea, it is still an exciting Leeds to watch. And they gave Man United a game. And now at their home turf, they could do it again. Mm. Um, um I'm pleasantly surprised to see what happens next at Leeds. Mm -hmm. I think um, there's lots of um, talk that they were following the Red Bull module, uh, model. Mm -hmm. um, I'm, I'm not sure like, yeah, who the next appointment will it be? Mm. You know, um, it will they go be, back to Bielsa maybe? Yeah, there was, that's what I mean. There has been some talk, but mm. there's also Sam Allardyce. If, if relegation oh, is your no. number one, oh, if relegation no. <laughs> is your number one, yeah. Um, thing to avoid then I think you know Allardyce does have a, like he's a very impressive um, CV there but uh, yeah the point against United was very mm. yeah so crucial mm -hmm. um, United did have 24 shots in that game yeah that, that tells you the amount of pressure there still is cracks there but on a, on a United standpoint doesn't it show a lack of quality finishing because yeah. right now you look at Marcus Rashford He's yeah. the goal to man. He's the top goal scorer. He's the shining light, yeah. let's say. But as soon as you shut that out or shut him out of the game or just Who else is double mark yeah. him, I don't see any Vejos or uh, Jaden Sancho came off the bench and scored credit to him, but he's not a mainstay in the Premier League, in the Man United team now. Yeah. Anthony was obviously injured. Um, Martial injured as well. Bruno Fernandes scores when he wants, yeah. not really... He doesn't want to all the time, it seems. So, <laughs> yeah, in terms know. of personnel, you know, you're looking at Vaud Vegos, mm. Marcel Sabitzer and the team, you know, mm. he went straight into the lineup. Mm. Um, but they do have Dallow back, yeah. you know, so, and, and Luke Shaw is, you know, I wouldn't say a marauding but, left back, but he is an attacking one. Mm. So, there they needs to be a bit more supply from the wing backs. Do you not think Man United actually missed one Basaka in the Leeds game? Because... Nanto for the Leeds, the Leeds Italian attacker had a field day um, down yeah. that side, yeah. and he, well, in my opinion, he totally roasted uh, Dello. Um, of course, one of the goals came from that side. So I think Man United actually missed one. Basaka, what do you think? Mm -hmm. um, look, I think he's 
He's a very he's opinion, as well, he's opinionated. Yeah, he's, like yeah. there's <laughs> lots of split views there. Mm. For me, I think long term, Ten Hag sticks with Dallo, yeah. and even against um, strong opposition, he has to go go with his uh, his man. And I think his man is Dallo. Mm. Uh, I think he has to play him regardless. And I think he did play him regardless because they they faced Barcelona not uh, not far from. In fact, after this Leeds game, they they make the trip to Spain sure. to the Camp Nou. So, and I think Dallo plays there and that's probably what, what, um, what Tenago's thinking. He has to play his same defenders. Mm-hmm. The, he has to feel the same defenders now against, or well, back-to-back against Leeds mm. and uh, to take them to, to Barcelona because you're facing a high-flying Spanish opposition there. Mm. Uh, practically Spanish royalty if you, if you look at their, yeah. their trophy list. So, um, and, you know, led by tactical mastermind in, in Xavi. Who played in arguably the best um, Barcelona outfit the the world has ever seen? Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, but I do want to touch on on one thing because I did mention personnel and is it Sancho time? What do you think? He came off the bench. Yeah, he looked impressive. If he bags a goal against Barcelona, I wouldn't say leads, but if he bags a goal against Barcelona, I think he starts earning himself some sort of plaudits because then they. The, but whose place home. does he take in the lineup? Because when you've got a fully fit, okay, let's just look from midfield to attack. Yeah. When you've got a fully fit Man United team, Casemiro stays. Yeah. Eriksen stays. The white Bruno the white, Fernandez stays. Yeah. So that's your midfield three. Marcus Rashford stays. Anthony, Anthony stays. Yeah. Anthony is the is the other wide man. So it's and then it's Weghorst or you've Martial. Got, you've got two eighty million. <laughs> <laughs> Pound wingers <laughs> competing so, for the same. So what do you do then? Yeah. So that's a, if Sancho scores, I think he benches Anthony wow. and he gives Sancho um, some like you know he'd probably take him one side and say, look, mm-hmm. I'm giving you three fixtures. Show me what you what you can do because mm-hmm. it's then it's up to Sancho. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and he did score against Leeds. They play Leeds again this weekend. Mm-hmm. If he follows that up with a goal and then they go to the new camp, you know. He might not score there, but if he shows that he is mm-hmm. he is part of the the team and he can compete at the highest level, they've got a they've got a two then at home to Leicester and then they at home to to Barcelona again. So mm. it's 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 really is um, it's two away games and then two home games for them. Yeah. You know, and I think Sancho plays in three of those, uh, possibly four. Then it's a cup final. So, so you're it saying is, it's Sancho a, time? It's a very it's a very busy. Schedule fixture mm-hmm. list for for United in February. I think there will be rotation involved, mm-hmm. but I think it if Sancho is to play and be a a force to be reckoned with, then it starts now. You know, he did he did mm. come off the bench, would and he did get in the score sheet. Um, you know, is it rescuing a point? I'm not sure. I wouldn't go there <laughs> at Old Trafford to a manager's le- managerless leads. Yeah. It's, it's it's difficult. I don't know what the papers say, but. They said there was a good comeback, yeah. which in fact I don't think the comeback was completed. But anyway, yeah, it's, um, I mean the point rescued. <laughs> it's, yeah, you're right there. But as I said, it's a very busy February, and it's high, high, high octane games. You mm-hmm. know, you're looking at a, a double header against Barcelona mm-hmm. and Leeds are training to play a high yeah. intensity Leeds twice in like what three or four days. And then it's Newcastle Cup final. Oh wow! And you speaking about intensity? How, <laughs> how about that, Eddie? How yeah. right now you're. That's crazy. Um, In terms of uh, Sunday's fixture, rather um, Leeds against Spain United, Ellen Road. What are you? What's your prediction? Yeah, United win, eh? You think so? I think so. I think they couldn't get it right at Old Trafford. You think? (sighs) Look, Ellen Road. Twenty-four shots, only two goals. (laughs) Uh, It doesn't. It doesn't add up. They only had Mm. seven on target. I think 
the finishing will be a bit more clinical mm. going forward. I think I think they know it. I think Ten Hag knows it. Um, you know, they they did um, beat Forest Tunnel. You know, not so long ago, Rashford mm. had that um, run on the wing. Yeah. So he he can. I don't want to say do it himself, mm. but he has shown that if you can get me, well, I mean, get him in the game. You don't want to say it, but he actually is doing yeah, it on did, his own he, for most of the time. Yeah, he has proven that he's he's there. Mm. Um, you know, the number ten doing doing number ten things. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he loves to see it. So we'll see, we'll mm. see. I think I think they win, but for me, it's it's a Europa League ties. Yeah, that could catch up to yeah, them le- leading uh, into cup final. Mm. Yo, it's big big fixtures for them. Manchester City, um, of course, they've been all over the headlines. Um, it's so hard to be on social media and not see anything about Manchester City. In fact, you Google your team, Google Everton, Google Arsenal, Google Google, Google up, Chelsea. Yeah. A topic of Manchester City still come up because it's been such a heavy week for them. And um, of course, if you haven't seen, I don't know where you've been, but if you haven't seen, uh, they have been charged um by the Premier League with over 100 charges relating to financial fair play, um, well, facing possible expulsion from the league. Um, I read the latest that the EFL don't even want them so they could go to League Two because obviously if they go down to the Premier League, yeah. they'd have to, you know, they can't just be in the championship. Then are you relegating four teams? Are you relegating three and, um, you know, saving one? It's There's just too much that could happen and, Look, it could, it's all ifs, ifs, buts, and maybes at this point because, you know, nothing's been, you know, there hasn't been a verdict. But over 100 charges, um, at least some are bound to be true. There are some leaked emails of um, Manchester City lying about uh, money they've received uh, from sponsors and stuff. Yeah, so the remuneration to managers as well has, has also <laughs> been uh, been thrown in there. Mm. So there's, uh, you know, those the sponsorship deals, um, I think Nexon Tire or there's one of the Etihad Airways as yeah, well. Yeah, was it Etihad Airways? Yeah. But the, the side, the side uh, shirt was also yeah. quite a topic. Um, I believe two seasons ago. So mm. the Premier League have kept an eye on this, and mm-hmm. and I think that they had to. Yeah. Um, with the amount of because I mean they gave this the opposition now a hundred yeah. million. Yeah. For one of the for one of their star players, and how were they allowed to do that? Uh, you know, based mm. on what they've been doing in previous season. Look. What's done on the pitch is completely different to what's off the pitch, but what's off the pitch affects what's happening on the pitch as well. So it's it's hard to ignore all the facts. Um, can Aston Villa capitalize on any uncertainty? I don't think so. You don't think so? As much as I How do you motivate this Man City team then? Because no one's... Not checking all your wages. News. All your wages are cut. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys don't do I think, anything, I think that's been the problem before, <laughs> and that's what led to the situation. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think Manchester City looked they could win this game four or five nil. I wouldn't be surprised. But if they drop points as well, um, I'm not going to be too surprised because if my employer were, you know, under the accused of what they're accused, uh, accused of what they're accused of, it's. You know, everything is uncertain. Um, in fact, the manager's job is uncertain because Pep Guardiola said that, you know, he's in constant dialogue with the club bosses and they've assured that everything is okay and that they are, you know, they've proven facts. They've given facts to say that they are innocent in this whole situation. So he says, the day you lie to me, the mm. day after I'm gone. So yeah. 
is it all a lie? Will Pep Guardiola leave before there's even a verdict? Uh, that's what remains to be seen as well. Um, I think there's too much uncertainty to get involved in Man City, but what do you think? Um, no, it's 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 just screaming a City victory, eh? Mm. Uh, maybe they don't keep a clean sheet, you know? Mm-hmm. Una Emery, Stone's out injured. Oh, but Una Emery, tactical mastermind, you know? Yeah. That has he... With, with, um, with Man City's frailties, I'm sure he's... He's looked at his eleven and analyzed where can where can I direct. So uh-huh. how does he approach this? Not to lose or to win? I think just to find the back of the net mm. and then see what happens on the pitch. Well, that's what you suggested for Everton. It seems. To <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but that's that's really the approach that I think Sean Dyke took as well. And like I don't want to speak for him or what his <laughs> tactics were, but just score. Guys. Honestly, just if you can find the back, and they did have chances. You know, mm-hmm. they played fearlessly. I think that was his his mandate to the players yeah. to say anything that like. Anything more? I, I couldn't. I I would. I would like to think that he didn't say <laughs> we're gonna go and win this fixture. Like yeah. maybe he did, maybe he didn't. You know, I'm not on the on the Everton. Mm. <laughs> um, I'm not in the dressing room. But I think I think Una Emery's sentiments would be the same. I think that well, literally the whole world knows, or yeah. the whole footballing world knows that City um, are being investigated, and I think he will tell them that there is some something to be gained here and I think if he can find the back of the net possibly unravel them I don't think that will happen um, I think City will win this but I think it will be a bit of an unnerving victory mm. um, and that's just because of the the manager that Una Emery is you know he's he's always um, done more than what he's had Yeah, if you look at his stints with uh, Villarreal let's mm-hmm. not go there with Arsenal Sevilla but uh, yeah, you look at Sevilla. That mm-hmm. I think he won three Europa, Europa leagues League, no. consecutively. Ah, oh, come on! You know you got to give it to him. So he knows uh, European domestic treble with uh, PSG as well. Your danger. I mean, that's no achievement. Yeah, but but, but he's still like I'm saying, the tactics mm-hmm. don't lie. And uh, from what I've seen from the Villa team, he's he has outperformed. You know, they just that's uh, quite a hiding by Leicester City of all teams. Yeah, but um, they play some. Good football, you know, mm-hmm. attractive football. Um, you know, you Leon Bailey's. He's been getting. I wouldn't say the best out of those players, mm-hmm. but they are. I think there they, they buy. They buy into him. Yeah, and probably even more than Steven Gerrard. You know, like mm-hmm. I think he's probably looking at his Villa team now, and well, his former Villa team, and probably wishing them well. You know, mm. against Celeste, Jesse, they had conjured up nineteen efforts. Yeah, only four on target, but nineteen shots against you know a hapless defense. Yeah, yeah. Just well, we spoke about Danny Ward. As, yeah, so it's not Schmeichel. Um, <laughs> yeah, they they open a scoring there. Um, so they they do. I don't want to say they start games well, but they are able to to get shots away. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm not I'm not big on Edison's sh- shot sta- uh, saving ability. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I don't think they keep a clean sheet here. If they grab the first goal. Which which city team is coming on a second half? Yeah, you know, and I, and I mean that because I can't I couldn't tell you which, <laughs> which of their players would be coming out the of the dressing room. Yeah, so I'm interested to see what happens. I think City win, but mm. like I say, I'm interested to see how this one unfolds. Mm. Uh, Monday nights we've got the final game of the well, there is a double header between Arsenal and Manchester City on Wednesday, um, but. The final game of this weekend's fixtures is a Merseyside derby, in fact, uh, known as the friendly derby, isn't it? I think is 
Well, certainly the most one-sided derby. I think they say friendly because there's, I think this fixture has, has been the most cards issued, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken. So it's like kind of like calling, you know, we used to call like um, there was a guy, Tiny, who was far from Tiny. Mm. Um, so I think that's what calling this friendly derby mm. is. Um, it used to be fairly one-sided with Liverpool winning both home and away. Um, but there's this Everton team. From what they showed last last weekend, look, I was I was very conservative when when people said things like new manager bounce. Mm. You know, possibly you didn't believe in it. Possibly you didn't want to believe. Yeah, it. like there was an element of pessimism in me. Yeah. If I'm being honest, I know at home to Arsenal and then travel to to Anfield. Mm. Could Sean Dyke have had a more difficult start to life at 19th placed Everton at the yeah. time, who, who hadn't scored? I think. Oh my gosh, and I don't know what the... the and he's doing it with clean sheets he, now. Yeah, they, but they, I think there was like some horrible attacking play from them. Yeah. And uh, and to see the amount of chances they had created in that one. Mm. And uh, I think more so because this was the first game that they had lost Anthony Gordon. Yeah. So, you it know... shows that they could move on without it. it got some money in the bank, you know. It shows that, you know... Um, I like what Sean Dyche did in his little time that he was there. So I think he's just there for three days before the first game and he put Alexi Wobi in his natural position. Um, he utilized his wingers the way he, he used to, a right foot on the a left-hand side, a left foot on the right-hand side and cutting and whipping those balls in for um, Dominic Calvert-Lewin. We saw late runs in the box from uh, Abdoulaye Decore, who also came back into the team um, of course, after he had fallen out with Frank Lampard. So it's good to see him back in the team. Uh, Amadou Onana, Idrissa Guy. Those are three athletes who are not going to lose a midfield battle cheaply. Um, I think they're going to certainly win this midfield battle, um, as they did on the weekend or last weekend against Arsenal. And they're going to win many midfield battles, those three. You know, you say they wouldn't lose those midfield battles, but honestly, they didn't look like... <sighs> Like the, they, they were a shadow mm-hmm. of a player that they were, you know, like yeah. for, the, for the majority of the season, yeah. you know, and then they all three come and drop a clinical. <laughs> Honestly, like yeah. you can't make it up. Yeah. They, it's the same player, all those changes, the manager. And you, as you mentioned, only like three days mm-hmm. and then you, you face table topping Arsenal who mm-hmm. again just dropped, who had dropped points in just three fixtures, all two season. draws and a, one loss. So you're coming up against the creme de la creme, mm. and um, and to to see how Onana wrapped wrapped that Arsenal midfield up it's effortlessly, crazy. you know, Onana, Decore, Chase guy, all over. And I chance. wouldn't single out one. I think all three of all, them together, they, they bought, they the, just bounced and worked off each other so effectively, mm. and it's so hard to not see that happening again um, yeah. on Monday nights. Yeah, I think, um, you know, the Everton midfield has yeah caps off to them, but the Liverpool midfield. Wow, I think shocking. it's straightforward. Yeah, it's it's absolutely shocking. I'm not sure which three is gonna play, mm. but it's I'm just very pro. Not just as a fan, you know. Like I haven't, I'm not one to really be over overzealous when mm-hmm. I when I look at this. But from what I've seen, it's it's and and the amount of supply that went to Calvert Lewin, you must think he scores in this one. Yeah. Um, Definitely yeah, against a much weaker defense, in yeah, all, with then, all due respect. Yeah, and then then we're at home to to Leeds, we we Leeds and then Villa, and then we make the trip to Emirates. Mm. You know, it's it's gonna be. You know, I spoke about Wolves having a very good February, but Everton as well. 
Mm. Could we looking at could we could we possibly look at Sean Dyke as manager of the month? Yeah. At the end of Feb, um, it's it's if he wins this, definitely. I think he, <laughs> I think he, and then you know because just again, two games. We're at home to Leeds and Aston Villa again. Now, like if he if he if he wins these two, what's to say he can't win the next two? Hundred percent. Yeah. So um, the the Liverpool, uh, yeah, they they've. They haven't looked themselves, and I say the midfield can't link up with either the defense or the attack. Mm-hmm. Liverpool, are you listening? Liverpool have blanked across their previous three league outings. That's, Liverpool, that's, they haven't found the back of the net, and they've got like a golden boot winner in their team. They've yeah. got what's well, a ninety million pound Nunes, and it's Liverpool. Welcome, like, Liverpool. Well, like Netherlands title challenging Cody yeah. Gakpo in their team. That's disgusting. They've blanked the cross their last three. Not only that, Brentford, Brighton, and Wolves have hit them for three each wow. across their last four league outings. <laughs> oh my word! Look, and I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it's, it. It's really the, if the alarm bells weren't ringing now before, mm-hmm. come Monday nights. <laughs> Klopp's uh, future on the line. You think what? What do you think? Then? Oh, mate, they've got Real Madrid in the Champions League. Does you know, it all depend on that now? In the Champions League mm. against Real Madrid. I mean, if they overcome that, no, that- there's no, there's no talk. <laughs> what are you, what are you even saying? <laughs> there's against uh, against Everton. If they catch a hiding mm-hmm. and they bow out in the Real Madrid, oh, which the they will, yeah, because uh, after Everton they go to Newcastle and then and then play Real Madrid. And Newcastle is they go to Saint James's Park is is sensational at this point. So I think you're looking at. A winless February. If you're a Liverpool, wow! If you're a Liverpool player, I don't think you're winning anything in Feb. Wow! Um, they they do you know how many games Palace. they've won in January? One. I, I think it's one. I actually, I, I'll leave that for our viewers to check. But I was just trying to go off the top of my head how many FA games. Cup, third round the replay. They've won that. Yeah. Wow. For the entire month, yeah, that's but they got that's they got they, they <laughs> like I said, I, I Brentford, don't know, I, I don't have Brentford, Brighton, Wolves giving you three nil defeats in the league. You're not meant to be catching L's against those three clubs <laughs> if you're if you're Liverpool, yeah. But by three nil margins, um, um, excuse me, uh, just conceding three on on like on each account. Mm. Oh my word, Shambalik. So. I'm not sure what you know the board is for sale, but that mm-hmm. that that fee is. Uh, <laughs> I would say it's not as rosy as it <laughs> might have been. Yeah. Dropping. Um, so Everton win this one for you? I think so. In fact, I know so. Mm. Yeah, love loving it's, that confidence. It's Calvert-Lewin on the score sheet. You know, it's it's uh, Onana time. You know, <laughs> Decore they they out here. I think Sean Dyke will be. Yeah, I think he'll be looking at this, looking at them, looking at his team. Mm. Uh, he has had a bit more time now to learn, learn um, a bit about his players. Mm-hmm. I I don't think Damari Gray featured against the win against Arsenal. Yeah. If he's fresh, and he was the most attacking threat, you know, mm. the, the player mm. that you think well, can, if Everton scored, you think he was involved. Yeah, he didn't play against Arsenal. Tells me Dyke has rested him. Mm-hmm. Um, arrested him or is he not no, a part no, of his rest, plans? No, he arrested him. Mm. James, um, it's a, sorry, not James. Dwight McNeil yeah. played a full ninety. I don't, I, I don't know when the last time that man has played a full ninety. Mm-hmm. Um, he played a full ninety against at home. I, I think, um, 
I think Demario Gray has a part of play. If you know, if you can sort of get Liverpool on the ropes, you know, possibly get an early goal or two. Mm. Um, on you know, they have been um, this. They they have the defense has looked very weak. You know, and costly errors. Yeah. You know, cheap errors. You know, and a, a player like Demario Gray, he's not afraid to get get involved in that advanced area of the pitch. Maybe close down. Um, defenders quicker you know you look at your trends even mm-hmm. Allison, you know he hasn't yeah. looked apart mm-hmm. uh, Matip as well has been caught Joe Gomez has been caught so if Everton can play a high pressing game which is not the Dyke way yeah. but against this one will he will he possibly mend his his script I'm not <laughs> sure but I think Damari Gray has a chance to, mm. to really like get something from this game um, so do Everton so do Dyke I think Dwight uh Dominic Calvert-Lewin walks away with a with a goal, uh-huh. and uh, we'll see. You know, we got Jordan Pickford, who he is Jordan Pickford, England's number one. Um, Loving this yeah, confidence, yeah, honestly, absolutely. I mean, look, Loving. Connor Cody, James Tukowski. Looking at last year's Wolves and Burnley centre backs, they mm. not anything to to brag about. Yeah. But if you put them like, there's an English like Connection. defense yeah. defense happening there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm optimistic. In fact, I'm more than optimistic. Yeah, I'm this, very this is more than optimism. I don't think I've ever shown the side of myself. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, certainly welcome um, on this podcast dish. Of course, it's just us in studio. Uh, but as always, pleasure picking your brain. Um, love your bias views at the end. <laughs> That's what I'm all about. I mean, if your team is on the rise and your team is showing it, the fans need to show it as well. And I've been very confident about Arsenal's chances this season. Of course, I was humbled by your team, actually. Mm. Um, I was but, silent the last time we were here. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, look, that's football and, and, and I love it. And I can't wait to chat about it next week again. Um, I think that's all we got time for this week. Uh, Dish, all the best. Good luck in the derby. Up the toffees. Until next week. Until we meet again. Cheers. <laughs>